Hello and welcome back to Reading of the Peers, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien and joining me today to talk about the 2023 animated sci-fi fantasy adventure comedy, Nimona, is my very good friend, Ono Boyle. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. Cheers, oh, I'm sure that was picked up. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. It's your 10th time on the podcast. 10th time. My God. It's old enough to vote in some countries. It's old enough <laughs> to drink in my illegal country. Oh, so, what's your legal country called? Uh, Own Nation. Own Nation? Yeah. Okay. See, because my name ends with N and then it leads like directly into the word okay, nation. Okay, so it's one big so word. A, yeah, one big word, Own Nation. Own Nation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how do you like it? Mm, okay. I probably got to visit there. Yeah, Clive owns there. Clive owns there? Yeah, he lives there. I've been wondering where he's been. Yeah. Like, guess how deep a hole my brain had to go to find an Owen actor. Owen Wilson. Oh, fuck. That's way better. No, I like Clive Owen because Owen Wilson's already in shit. Yeah, what's, what, what's the last movie Clive Owen's been in? I don't know, but it wasn't in Owen Nation. No. Not there. We have just dirt, like strict policy on filming. I'm imagining... Oh, we'll talk about this movie eventually, but yeah. I'm imagining Owen Nation is like... It's like Wakanda, but Europe. <laughs> like Eastern <laughs> Europe. so white. It's just, it, yeah, exactly. It's just the whitest land. It's like between Liechtenstein and whatever country Liechtenstein is connected to. Yeah, that's true. It's just it's Owen like Nation the, in the, there. The, the between Liechtensteins. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. I can imagine like there's just like no spicy food. We all are horribly dressed. And oh, all that's... women are unsatisfied. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else other than I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I did it to myself. <laughs> uh, but today, you're here talking about a movie. Yes. Call, what, uh, what What day did this release? In uh, this, Own Nation. What date? Yeah, in, in Own Nation. In Own Nation, this yeah. movie was actually released about two years ago. When, oh, okay. Uh, when Disney had their hands on it. <laughs> we got like the preview screening back then. Are you the reason why the movie was dropped by I Disney? I had so many complaints. <laughs> Thought, you were right. like, this medieval nation, could yeah. it be called Own Nation, perhaps? Exactly. Because like, it's not given a name in the... There's no advertisements for Own Nation and how easy it is to get passport and property. Mm. So I feel like you need to get on that. Because why else do I fund you if it's mm. not for my own I feel like, practice? and again, we'll talk about this maybe somewhere. Eventually. Yeah. I feel like Own Nation is where Ryanair flies to get to Liechtenstein. Because they wouldn't fly there directly. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. they would say like, oh, it's close enough. It's in yeah, Own yeah. Nation. Yeah, and just like get out of the like the airport, get a taxi for mm-hmm. like three hours. Yeah, it sort of just goes around the nations. We pay him to do that. It's actually way closer. So than it's like a walked. tour bus, is what you're basically. Saying. Yeah, okay. like we need to get people to stay somehow. <laughs> Speaking of getting people to stay, the listeners <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to hear about this movie called Nimona. Nimona. So, so Nimona, uh, it's a new animated movie. Came out a couple of weeks ago yeah. on Netflix. It had a various amount of different publishers and distributors and such like that but for anyone who doesn't know what is this movie Nimona about this movie is it's a twist it's a twist on your classic fantasy tale of monsters and knights where there's a betrayal and our hero basically has to team up with a monster to uh sort of get to the bottom of things and why he was set up in such a way spoilers he was set up and uh yeah and so he, he, he gets a, this handy monster sidekick who loves doing evil shit voiced by chloe grace Moritz. yep that was correct i don't Ooh. know, I don't, know <laughs> don't ask me what the guy's name i don't will say you. i will say i was just sitting there being like i cannot wait to hear this is gonna come out that's right okay yeah, yeah. riz ahmed was the uh, riz ahmed, guy who plays it, yeah. ballister boldheart ballister boldheart and yeah and then obviously the monster is called namona our titular character yeah titular titular yeah titular yeah. titular yeah back yourself you got it yeah um yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay, cool. Nailed it. And it is a very fun time. It is. Uh, it's an hour, 40 minutes long. 
It's even less on Netflix. Probably, yeah, know. it's on Netflix. Great handy watch. Uh, yeah, because yeah, no, it is very good. It's cool setting, good enough story. Very like, like emotional story, but also keeps the comedy very well. So yeah, no, it's a very well-rounded movie. Movie I found. Yeah, podcast small, over. That's yeah, good. very small cast. Very small cast. Yeah, I, I think it's only something I realized All only afterwards. four foot two. Oopa <laughs> sized. Wow, is that, yeah. is that like promotion for the upcoming Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie? No, it's a very disappointing, uh, what you call it, coincidence. Oh, okay. Because they were all busy making this. Ah, oh, fair. <laughs> that's why they had yeah. to get Hugh Grant to play an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> oh, that's a good tie-in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess how we're going to do this today is we'll do the non-spoiler section and then we'll talk a bit about spoilers as well. So I guess this will be a movie I'd recommend people go watch and not listen to the spoiler, like not don't listen to the spoiler section because... There are some fun twists and turns in it. Yeah. And it is a very enjoyable watch for a midweek movie. 100%. Like, hour 40. Like, you stop this podcast in 10 to 15 minutes. And but keep it playing. Keep it playing. Keep probably, it playing. Actually. Just like and then just it, rewind yeah. it. And yeah. Make a new Spotify account. And then watch it again. Yes. From the start. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For normal reasons. Mm. Uh, Especially the people in our nation. I'm seeing the listenership there very low. Oh, um, sorry. That's like me... Sinead, I've been trying to get Sinead to do it. Okay. Yeah, she does. In fairness, she's been very unhappy in Owen Nation. But, uh... <laughs> this is getting too... <laughs> too real. Moving on. Moving swiftly <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, no, it's a very, very fun time. Uh, and yeah, I guess how we, how we came about this movie was, I just kept seeing this buzz about it. It's this really, like, punk rocky animation style. And it kind of gave me... Heavy metal. Heavy metal. It gave me this sort of vibes of Arcane, which I knew you loved. So I was like, oh, what's the deal with this movie? And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, and I, like, I have literally never heard of this movie in my entire life. <laughs> and then we watched it. And we were like, that's a very fun time. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was uh, like, it was, it was one like, I skipped by on Netflix when I was looking for a movie to watch. And uh, I just, just kept on, I kept on going, kids movie, next. Yeah. Uh, it's not a kids movie. But it's funny enough, actually. Yeah. So we're, we're getting into it now, but it's yeah. funny because this was, like, this was in, when I clicked into it, it was like number seven in children's, on the children's yeah. ranking today. And I was like, what the fuck are we getting into yeah. today as well? But like, man, was I just so like, this gave me, it's not as good, but it gave me the same enjoyment Surprise enjoyment that Mitchell's the first of the machines thing. Yeah, I can get that. I think I definitely, I think I still prefer Mitchell's versus the machines. Yeah. This is definitely up there. Like, it was good. It was, uh, I think I put it probably along Puss in Boots for like as yeah. much as I enjoyed it. Like, I think it was not as well animated as Puss in Boots, but like, that's going to be fucking hard to do. But, and also when you consider the backstory around this, which we'll get into. Yeah, anyway, exactly. But yeah, like, but, uh, no, like this was great. Like, it was just a great surprise midweek movie. Great performances. Uh, music was fantastic. Story was great. I want more fantasy sci-fi now. This <laughs> was, like that was my favorite thing about this. It was, it was the blending so of, the, cool. of the two, like yeah. because it's it's all set in like this medieval fairy realm, tales and, and stuff. Like and, that. But it's like a thousand years after those. Yeah. So we have like phones yeah. and what, what, internet and like yeah. YouTube essentially. But it's still clung on to like. The olden times yeah. and stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a really, really nice world to be in. And if there was like, even like, I know I'm going to keep mentioning Arcane because it's like the, the closest thing I can yeah, compare it to. Yeah, kind of steampunky fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, I'd watch a TV show of this because I'm, I'm really interested in the world. That's when I finished the movie, I was nearly like, would this have been better as a TV show? Because mm. I just feel like they had a lot, they could have done like a lot more world building mm. and a lot more like into the characters, expanded the cast yeah. a little bit more. I know like it, this is a movie that's based off uh, a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were probably like limited enough in what they could like go off off track with and like they can like reinvent the wheel when it comes to this, these characters or anything. But yeah, no, like I would honestly, I, I would want to see more of this. Yeah. And uh, so I, I hope there's a sequel in the future. Maybe there will, maybe, maybe there won't be. Not. Depending yeah. on how the movie ends. But exactly. you were saying, that, and I guess it's, it's not too much of a spoiler anyway, because like you said, it's based on a graphic novel. Yes. 
And I believe the writer, the original writer that had a strong influence on the movie you were saying? Yeah, he was definitely, he was heavily involved with a lot of the production. Uh, I know that, like, I know in the graphic novel itself, there's, like, the backstory basically is left very, like, Mm -hmm. uh, up in the air of the character, Nimona. But in the movie, they picked one of the ones that he didn't write into the novel uh, as a backstory, that one that he just wanted to see fleshed out. Mm -hmm. So it was cool, like, the writer was just like, nah, fuck it, go off script, do your own thing. I've always wanted to see this on screen. So, yeah, I like seeing that from a writer, like, talking about, like, an adaptation of his property. And to like it. And to like it, yeah. Usually... He was actually a big fan of it, which is nice to see. Who is it? What's his name? Frank? What's his name? The guy who did Watchmen? Oh, I don't know. Something... Frank? Frank... Ah, something Frank anyway. Yeah. It could not be Frank. I don't know. But let me be frank with you. No, yeah. <laughs> His name is Frank. Uh, I gotta look this up. Sorry, yeah, it's gonna drive fine. me and the listener insane because they're just gonna be like, you don't know shit. Yeah, it's not Frank. It's Alan Moore. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, sorry, Ooh. I'm thinking of the guy who does The Dark Knight Returns. Um, That's a different guy's name. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Clickety clack. The Dark Knight Returns. Frank. Frank Miller. Uh, oh, Miller. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, but Adam Moore, every time there's a new adaptation, he's like, it's shit. I hate it. <laughs> Burn it. Man. Yeah, he just hates every adaptation where it's nice to see someone. Uh, yeah, it's not kind of work. Yeah. This. But as I kind of alluded to a bit recently, this, uh, just at the beginning of this, this the, the the ownership of this movie has jumped around like wildfire. Yeah. And, and so there's, I think there's like seven writers on it. Um, oh, I d- Disney were involved at some stage. Yeah. So how many how many writers here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven writers on it because obviously it's gone through so many iterations. Yeah. So initially it was an er- it was a production by Blue Sky Studios, yes. and people would know them from the Ice Age movies, um, Robots. Um, they did Horton Hears a Who. They did um, Spies Spies in Disguise. Okay. Do you know that one? I've with- seen all of them except Spies in Disguise. So, so Spies in Disguise actually directed. But the same duo who did this movie as well. Oh, okay. It was a very fun time. Like, when I saw the trailer for Spies in the Skies, it was the one where Tom Holland gets turned into a pigeon. No, Will Smith gets turned into a pigeon. Oh, okay. And I was like, this looks balls. And I watched oh, it. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, now. remember this, that? Yes. This and, is I, actually... and I remember going to it and I was like, you know, it actually wasn't the worst time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was kind of, yeah, it was, it was fine. But anyway, it was, it was originally with them. But then what happened was when Disney acquired Fox, Fox owned Blue Sky... And then Disney got the rights to all the movies that they were going to make. Yeah. And then there's very kind of strong LGBTQ plus themes and representation in this movie. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't release this in no, China. No, no, no. We'd have to cut most of the movie. <laughs> and like for context, like the, the original author of this, I think is like a non-binary um, person. I can't, uh, non-binary and something else. I, I, I should actually remember that. But anyway, so those themes were very much present and yeah. at a core part of this movie. Because like you said, it's kind of, it's about this uh, knight who's been disgraced, uh, but also he's gay. And yeah. then this uh, girl who has the ability to shapeshift and people not being okay with the form she's taking that's not a girl. Yeah. And the problems and issues they have with her expressing how yeah, she feels like, very like much she be. Just like, uh, it's just like, what are you? And yeah. it's like, Nimona. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it doesn't matter what I am, yeah. I'm Nimona. So those themes are in it. So Disney were clearly like, ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> so they actually binned it and then it, it jumped around for a bit a 70% of it was kind of done and then it changed animation studios it then ended up going to Annapurna who have never made an animated movie before okay. they've done a lot of they've done a lot of stuff that like you wouldn't consider in the same 
like realm as this type yeah. of movie they've done like the master by paul thomas anderson with joaquin phoenix they did zero dark 30 her american what? muscle <laughs> fox catcher um the bad batch a uh, very bad jim carrey movie and i'll say that there oh, i thought you don't want like the bad batch is like the star wars no that's why i mentioned the <laughs> okay. bad jim carrey movie uh you know phantom thread if beale street could talk vice jesus christ uh what else book oh they did oh they did missing link never mind i take oh, okay. it back they, well that's stop motion stop yeah. motion but anyway it's they've set up a completely different subdivision to make this movie effectively as well yeah. getting that. Um, oh they did oh they did she said interesting anyway so yeah so they took over this and then they yeah. did distributed through Netflix and it's just basically this hodgepodge of a load of different writers yeah maybe that's why like there's like, I haven't seen any like buzz about this online no. or anything like that like it's been very like under the water under the water that's another phrase people use to describe things that are under the radar under the radar mm. that's oh, in fantasy, that under the water use... you are below radar but exactly yeah, yeah use... well except, unless you're a submarine well, they use sonar. It's different. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Boom. No way I'm getting my submarine into nation. <laughs> that and the fact that it's landlocked. <laughs> I assume. We built a canal, don't worry. Oh, okay. It bankrupt us, but it's, okay. yeah, it's getting better. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I'm, so, I anyway, I came across this and, yeah, just, yeah, it's I, good. I, 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 it was weird to not be able to sort of attach it to a distinct studio style or anything like that. Yeah. And, the, like you said, the animation feels very cheap. However, I very good. I kind of got by that. As, I as really like the animation, on. honestly. And I think some of the action scenes, because she has the ability to shape shift, so she shapes shifts into different animals yeah. originally, and then we kind of find that she might be able to change that as the movie goes on. Yeah. But like, there's a scene where Ballister Boldheart, who's like like this knight, he's only got one arm, and like he's having this big fight scene, but she's like changing animal as the as the fight, fight changes. It sort of like revolves around him, but and she's just in the periphery yeah. doing wild shit. And then the music in the background as the well. Music is great. Oh in this man, movie. it's yeah. really good. That, the animation is great. The movie is great. The comedy is very good. There was some just really fun like jokes that like like uh, jokes that go throughout a movie. Uh, recurring gags. Recurring gags. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I haven't written here. That's what reminded me of. Okay, yeah. No, there's a lot of good, like, recurring guys. There's one great one about an otter. Oh, that's my favorite one. I love that one so much. There's a great joke about an otter and there's a fantastic scene. Like, I... It's so rare for me to, one, laugh out loud in the movie because I'm heartless and, two... To laugh out loud in a movie at home. Because obviously you hate this media in general. I hate films. Absolutely. I prefer a good book. Yeah, <laughs> like you you once misread me. the line of just like, if you've like, if you've never worked a day in your life, you'll, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. But then you misread love. Yeah. I'm working love. overtime effectively. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But um, the, there's a scene with a demon baby. Oh yeah, that was it's really good. So so good, and the comedy is great, and a lot of that does also come down to Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, she does. So, I like. I I honestly didn't know it was her for the longest part. Yeah, of the movie. I, was I was like, what's like, she doing? Still playing kids? Yeah, I was just like, this is fantastic. Whoever this is, nailing it. And then Sinead was like, that's Chloe Grace Moretz. I'm mm. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's doing fantastic. And I thought it was like it was. It, it she kind of has the same energy as like the Hit Girl sequel we never got. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, that was a great comparison. I feel like that could be the last movie I saw. <laughs> no, really. Could have been Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. What else has she been? Frank. Was she in the movie Frank by any chance? Uh, ooh, I don't know. But another guy from an upcoming movie was in that movie. Uh, guy who's playing Ken. He was in Frank. What? Ryan Gosling? Wasn't Ryan Gosling in Frank? No, it was Michael Fassbender and Donald Gleeson. Oh, Gleason. fuck. I always mix those guys up. What? Yeah. No, okay, I there you go. They're just like handsome, tall guys. Okay. And yeah, no. That's on me. Sorry. But Chloe Gosling, it's good. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't see anything that you might have seen her in recently unless you watch Tom and Jerry or The Addams Family or Suspiria. Yeah, she's been off the radio for a bit. Yeah, uh, Neighbours 2 was probably the last thing I saw her in, actually. Oh, The Equalizer. Neighbours 2, I did watch Neighbours 2. 
Mm. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, other than that, Riz Ahmed's fine. You I can't. Think he's, he's fun. He's having a good job. job. I think like he probably did a great job, except he was standing next to someone who did a fucking excellent job. Yes. <laughs> so he's just been like washed out a little. I'd say, but still good. Uh, there was who else was there? There was the other night. Uh, so. Ambrosius Goldenloin. <laughs> yeah, Goldenloin. Great Love name. Uh, He's played by Eugene Lee Yang. Yeah. Who people would know from the Try Guys. Oh, okay, yeah. He was fine as well. I thought he yeah. was very weak. Now, apparently he was the production's, or the producer's only op- or choice for the role. Yeah. And they styled a look, the look of the character on him. Okay. I think he could have got someone else for yeah, it. But then again, I... Didn't, I think, it didn't take away from it too much. I know, Fancy did a better job than the worst performance uh, of the movie. <laughs> it's not, yeah, no, like, so Beck Bennett plays a guy called Sir Todosius yeah. Sureblade. Um, it's, yeah, I, I get, yeah, he's he's jarring, but I he's love that actor jarring. so much. He's from SNL. Yeah, no, I, I, I recognize uh, the guy. I just think, I think probably is what he was given was, he was given a Will Arnettrell. Yeah. And he just didn't pull it off in the same way. Like, yeah, it was very right. much just a case of, like, he was like a super obnoxious obnoxious bully who just picks on the main characters and is very bro attitudes and like styled up to the max and it's really only a character I, you th- when you see a character like that you're just like well on it obviously yeah. this is what he does and then it's not him and just comes off not as great but i will say there's a scene at the end where he high fives something and that was very fun <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, yes. that's very good. Uh, but RuPaul's in it as well. RuPaul is in it. Yeah. I, saw the ca- I don't know who he played, but he, he plays was... one of the, the news presenters. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Again, I, that's why I kind of feel like this movie has... Oh, yeah, the news presenters are barely characters. But like, I I, I, I don't think you're getting RuPaul for a big, nah, yes, a big thing. Uh, is there anything else that we want to cover off before we get into spoilers? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, just go watch the movie. And as we said earlier, just let this keep on playing. Uh, yeah. Make a new Spotify account. Maybe move to Owen Nation. Mm. Uh, we get Spotify 20% off. Oh. Do some legal loopholes. The legal bit is we steal it. Okay. And uh, then you can live there rent-free for five months. I feel like this has some weird, like, Saudi Arabia kind of, like, vibe to it. Who told you about our funders? <laughs> Wait, so another country is funding your country? Yeah, we're kind of trying, like, I think the entire plan is to gaslight Europe. In the, oh, okay. And, like, just thinking maybe the Saudis aren't bad by making an even worse villain <laughs> in the middle of Europe. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of villains, we should probably get the spoilers. Yes, that's very Okay, true. so let's get the spoilers. So, the, like you kind of mentioned, this is all set up by Boulder... What's his name? Fuck. Boulder... Ah, uh, his name is just... There's too many Bs. <laughs> Ballister Boulder. Yes. <laughs> two Bs. Boulder. So <laughs> he beca- he's set to be knighted, and he's the first common... Common Lad, person, commoner to be yeah. knighted, and it's meant to be someone with royal blood. And then all of a sudden, when he's getting knighted, he picks up a sword that shoots a laser and kills the queen. Uh, yeah, disconnect there from the fantasy world that you're <laughs> in. Immediately, yeah, the laser from a laser sword. beam sword. And then it's all about him trying to clear his name. And Nimona sees him being sort of outcast, being like, yeah. "Hey, there's someone who hates the world." Establishment. Another outcast killed yeah. the queen. Let's, My guy. Yeah, and he's still trying to, you know. Be like, no, 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 I'm the good guy. And she's like, nah, you're probably not, though, because everyone hates you. So, like, <laughs> yeah. and she knows what it's like to be outcast and hated for many, many years. But anyway, it turns out that it's this person called the director. 
immediately knew this was the bad guy because her name was the director. As soon as she came on screen, I was yeah. like, she's probably the villain. <laughs> and, it's, and it's voiced by this person, uh, this woman called Frances Conroy, and she's done villainy roles before. So oh, okay. I was like, immediately it's you. Spoiler. Immediately yeah. you're the bad guy. Um, and that's, that. she's, she's again, like she's fine. Absolutely fine. But, but yeah. I like the story of it. The story's good. Some parts, like, yeah, yeah, some of it's not believable. From like the what fantasy, the- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, I know what I just said. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, like, get, we'll get into it for a, li- a little bit long, but it was probably like what I thought was like the weakest part of the movie, mm. but still very strong. Um, I also just want to talk about. I forgot to mention this in the spoilers, the non-spoiler section, but the the score of this movie I really enjoyed, and I was like, who the fuck did this? What sort of author? you know, composer who's yeah. probably studied at the finest account. It's a guy called Christoph Beck, okay? He's done some things, but he's done a whole lot of random shit. And I have a list of them here. Okay. So he did all of the Ant-Man movies. <laughs> he did Frozen 1 and 2. Famous for their music. Yeah, Free Guy. Famous for Ryan Reynolds. All the Hangover movies. <laughs> Pitch Bang per- and soundtrack. Pitch Perfect. Okay. But then also... Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. Is that like the bad one? I don't know. He did one of them. I think he did like Muppets, Garfield, Due Date, Burlesque, The Internship. Like he just does the most rat, like he's done the most rat. This man doesn't know a genre. He just. That's what I mean. And I just feel like it's weird that, I don't know, I just really like the score he did for this. The score for this was really good. And the soundtrack combined. Like you said, it has that sort of punk rock vibe to it. Yeah, no, it definitely, it just suits like the, it suits the movie Mm. to a T. And I think one scene in particular, again, assuming people have watched it, now but if you haven't again why are you not why are you not goes in is um, there's a dance scene in this that I <laughs> yeah, love so much yeah because she shapeshifts into a shark at that point yeah and it's just the shark and him dancing around having a great time it's probably the the I I would usually turn off during dance scenes not like turn off the movie but just like stop paying attention because I'm just like it's a dance scene yeah but no this one's done well it's not at the end of the movie as well it's like a midway movie dance scene yeah. that's just like they have fun with it. I'm just like, okay, it's a bit this of a montage scene. Yeah, as well. this is a lot better than most dance scenes I've yeah. seen in movies. Um, yeah, but I guess any anything else kind of comes to mind about the movie in regards to spoilers, the story, or anything else? Uh, just the villain was not like I think the worst part of the movie is like there's a bit where they trick basically the villain into admitting her plan. Yeah, but then it just goes, "That wasn't me. It's a shapeshifter. Yeah. She was pretending to be me." Even though like the good knight like came into the room and found like. That uh, the, his basically his partner's sword on the ground, which I think is also damning evidence. But like he yeah. just like believed the story anyway, and I just thought I was just like this guy has more than one point of reference to believe the person who's been lying to them yeah. the whole movie. And just like like I kind of I'm kind of on the the bold hearts bold hearts Ballister, bold heart and Ambrosius Gold. Yeah, I'm on bold side. This guy was a shit partner. He just didn't believe him at all. That is at true. Any yeah. point and he chopped movie. off his arm. Also. And he chopped off his arm. I'm just like the whole movie. I was just like, this guy is fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> that's why I think with the weak voice casting as well. I was kind of like, I don't like this dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. As well, like speaking of just like getting his fucking arm chopped off. Like I know it's a kids movie, but there's like a bit of stuff like people do die. And do they? The director at the end of the movie definitely dies. Oh, but that's like, you don't see that. Well, an arm gets cut off. Dismemberment in a, in a, yeah, in a cartoon movie. There was a, a squirt of blood when an arrow was taken out of a leg. 
Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, it was very funny. Like, yeah. it was just one of those things I didn't expect. And then there was, like, uh, the innuendo of, uh, is it cold? Uh, it's not cold in here. <laughs> when they were like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, there's a few jokes like yeah. that. Yeah, that whale scene was great. Oh, where the whale, great. she trans, she shapes us into a whale and it keeps crashing through all the floors and stuff. Yeah. So then the guy, the night Todd keeps thinking about, like, he <laughs> doesn't <whale>. understand. <laughs> yeah. It's a shapeshifter. And he just keeps thinking there's a whale out there. And there's a scene where it's like, it's Boldheart and uh, Nimona. Yeah. And then they're running in a room and he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's just like he's like there could be a whale coming or he said something like that and then it's yeah, just like we need to quick we need to finish this up quickly before the whale gets <laughs> that's here. It, before the whale. <laughs> and then there's another scene where there's a hole in the roof but that's when she's transformed into gorilla and yeah. then Todd just goes oh smaller whale <laughs> <laughs> like I know he was a bit jarring but yeah. like no he, oh, did, he so did have good lines the, the ride was very good oh actually no, probably my, my favorite running gag in the movie was the fucking otter bit that like, otter, it was so I don't even funny. want to ruin it I don't want to talk about oh. it but it's just it's just it's it gives me like such lego movie yeah as well like it makes the world like lived in where you're just like these two characters who are barely on screen have had this conversation throughout the entire movie <laughs> yeah, <but they're> not <laughs> exactly that it keeps on coming back up and uh it's just like oh yeah no it just makes the world like yeah. more lived in which i i always appreciate about like good fantasy and yeah uh sci-fi like that and speaking about the world being lived in as well it's one of the writers on it was from Big Hero 6 and that kind of gave me that vibe of, you know, the way it's like San Fran, Tokyo or whatever it's called now. I can't remember. Yeah. I kind of got vibes of that a bit where it's like a blended city where it's that medieval versus kind That's of That's true, actually. Like, I feel like I would like to see more shit like that, like the blended cities because mm. that like, I think I just like that aesthetic of worlds colliding. I think it's definitely like new stories. Uh, there was one, there was one element of it that pissed me off, which was like, they were all on like motorbikes, but it was like horses and I was like, that looks shit. Uh, they're yeah, weird yeah, like yeah. horse bikes yeah the flying ones I didn't yeah. like those I wasn't a big fan of I did well I was not a big fan like I didn't mind the whole like wall premise like the whole point of the movie is like they're in a, the city is in a wall yeah. surrounded by like huge fucking guns and uh it was a case of like the, they were protected from all the monsters outside and uh, the woman uh the mom obviously in Nimona is just like ah maybe you should go outside yeah uh, maybe you shouldn't trust everything trust everything here but then like Later in the movie, like, the wall is, like, open and it's completely fine out. And I just find a hard time believing no one didn't realize there was a lack of monsters outside. Well, you never know. It's It could be a whole, like... You ever seen the movie The Village? Yes. Could be a little bit like that. Okay. But also, what I was thinking about... So, at the end of the movie, there's a big hole in the wall because the laser and the pneumonia crashed yeah. into it. But there was, like, a big lake... I was like, are, these, are you telling me there was like a fucking whole water supply here <laughs> for all these years and you didn't include that in the wall? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's fresh water right there and you just blocked it off. Uh, just like, you could have had fishing. Yeah. That's what I mean. I just feel like you've cut off a natural resource. Yeah. Because- it's like civilization. It's like playing a game of fucking civilization and like spotting like all these natural resources around. It's like, ah, and you build yeah. around them. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no, I don't want that lake. Uh, they've yeah. got they've got a disused well and yeah, that'll do them basically <laughs> it's haunted Gary <laughs> it is a haunted well yeah. so it brings yeah. back bad memories and- yeah and I guess that so I guess that's another part of the movie which is Nimona never tells what she how, how, how she got these powers yeah yeah um, but we do realise a bit later on in the movie that she's kind of been around for a very very long time to the point where she's actually been around for as long as this settlement or kingdom has been set yeah, up. She was like, yeah, she was like there with the first hero who set up the kingdom. Which, whose name was Glorith. 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 Yeah. And the whole thing about Glorith was she fought away this great evil and ever since then they've just been, they've been living in Glorith's words which is like, fuck you monsters, you could suck my dick. Yeah. And Quote from the movie. There's a big Wild. statue and they're all like, you know, 
all the knights get named after or bless, get the blessing of Glorth being like you guys protect us or whatever yeah. so it's really fun to see and then what we see what happens but it's really funny to see like paranoia over a thousand years <laughs> because we it's see, like Chinese whispers but that's what I mean. yeah exactly <laughs> except you you know the, the last whisper is a fucking I don't know 200 foot wall and you're not near a lake <laughs> I love like when the wall was like putting up there was some protest it was like but there's a lake right there <laughs> yeah. like the guys who could know about the lake no, no, it, monsters, <laughs> monsters get you in the lake yeah uh, but yeah so what, what did you think about that flashback then which kind of reveals uh, a bit of Nimona's backstory I liked it like it was a good way to tie in the movie and the character like I sort of had a feeling she was old from the beginning of the movie because yeah. she was like she was just like when the guy was like how old are you and he she, she was just the way she answered the question just let me left the impression she's a monster she could be old we don't yeah. know but then I realized at some point in the movie just like, oh, she can shapeshift, which is like like a basically con- constant cell regeneration. Yeah. So you're immortal because you and she went, like, die. As you've seen, like a sword went through, an arrow went through, she cannot get, like, feel pain. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, she can feel pain, though. She can. not physical pain. Exactly. Just she's emotional pain. She's a very sad mm-hmm. uh, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is a good point. Like, it's probably a good point to get into that part of the movie where, like, the whole movie like a lot of the movie is about the struggle of this character who is different to everyone else who is not like uh, they is not a he or she and doesn't identify as any of that because they are their own thing and the sort of struggle that that lasts like puts on someone over a thousand years (laughs) (laughs) and I think that is that's one of the best things about this movie but I'm what makes the best thing about this movie is it's not the best thing about this movie yeah if if you can unpack that a bit which (laughs) is like it's just a part of this movie. Yeah. You can feed into it if you want. There's obviously the more overt, you know, LGBTQ plus stuff, which like the two nights shift in. Yeah. But in this, fairness, that was a cute moment. For it was, no, it was. <laughs> but, like, but that, as in Disney. Yeah, like, Disney. The, Disney be like, whoa, 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 Stay the fuck away from this. So like, that's, a very, that's very overt. But I think the story of the struggle of Nimona throughout this whole movie is obviously one who is struggling with, you know, I, I, I feel like it's more of like a trans story. I kind of feel like. I definitely got like a trans It's kind of like, you know, yeah. you're, being able to change your appearance and change how, be able to present as you as you feel like you should appear. Yeah. And everyone having fears about yeah, that and, and like thoughts on how you should appear exactly, and, and what makes other people comfortable. Yeah, and, and there's a few that. scenes like that yeah, of like yeah. him. She's a gorilla at one point on a subway, and he's like, "Wouldn't you feel more comfortable being a girl?" And he goes, "Oh, would you feel more comfortable with me yeah. being a girl and stuff?" And there's those sort of lines in it that again aren't super overt but it yeah. just adds so much oh, layers good, to the movie right? and just, just make it so so yeah. great I yeah. really loved and it's unlike anything I've ever seen because it's not the main point of the movie yeah. it's not a str- overt struggle in the sense of like there's nothing about Boltard and Golden Line like that could have been a female and a male thing and yeah. it wasn't a big deal yeah, no, it was like the, two males the central plot of the movie is this guy redeeming himself but then, like, this is just, like, integral parts of, like, the character's backgrounds. Um, and she, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and for her, it's just, she just wants to be who she wants to be. Yeah. It's not a case of, you know, it could be, I, I don't know. I'm definitely overcomplicating it, but I just thought it was so fresh. It was so open-minded. It was so heartwarming that it's unlike anything yeah, I've seen. No, it's, it's done very well in the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it goes through, like, the fears and the anxieties and then, like, yeah. the turning to anger at the end and yeah. things like that. Of, like, it could be the equivalent yeah. of, like, it could be the, literally the equivalent of, like, someone could take it as, oh, this is what it's like when I have this sort of urge to present myself or be a certain way, but everyone has a problem with it. Like being a podcaster. It's like when you're, like, <laughs> the fear you go through in your life. Man, if you didn't say it, I would have. Okay. We <laughs> need more. More representation I know. from male podcasters on Spotify. Do you have any idea the, the shame I feel having yeah, to say every to day? Like, what? Hey, do you have any hobbies? Yeah. And just me wanting to stay in the proverbial closet and yeah. not tell people I'm a podcaster. <laughs> 
I feel the pain. I feel the same thing when people go, hey, Owen, what did you do this evening? And I said, I didn't film a pod- <laughs> for quarter podcast with my friend Gary. Who I didn't make up a fake country. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean fake? <laughs> I put a lot of time into this nation, Gary. Okay. Oh, what's the currency? Uh, the currency is euros. Honestly, we oh. we got got into the uh-huh. uh, we got into the EU and like I a back. Boil books was a good one. Uh, but, you know, that's like the crypto that we started. Ah, I like that. But uh, no, that, yeah, stay in stay in the EU. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Like or the EU currency. Like we're sense. not technically in the EU. It's just more of a backdoor thing. Are you one of those like Norways where you're just like? Let's oh, go it's more like they think we're Liechtenstein still. Ah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping Liechtenstein's in the EU now. <laughs> I have no idea. That's, I'm not. I look up Frank Miller, but I'm not looking. Up, <laughs> I'm not looking up. Geography. Spell Liechtenstein. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess anything else about this movie? I kind of do. I have anything else here? Honestly, it's just a good movie. It's an hour forty minutes long. It has solid animation. Makes you feel things yeah what more than you want if you want us to talk about this movie more stop it we're done okay movie's done yeah we have any other uh, i meant to say uh throughout the thing if people have any thoughts on the movie stick them on let us know via either the spotify q a the yeah, youtube that could or... have been good to say before i said yeah it's done yeah i know but i'm doing it now I'm gonna... okay uh, or the say youtube or email really the piece uh do i have anything else to say about this movie before we stop no i kind of like had yeah a very fun time. Highly would recommend. It's not a movie to put a lot of like expectations on. Yeah. Of, like you know, I'm going to spend a really thing in the world. Yeah. But like, man, if you're looking for like watch perfect plane movie, and I say that in a good way. Okay. I've barely been on planes that show movies, so. No, but like on your phone. Oh yeah, I suppose you can't do that these mm. days. How long does it take to fly to Own Nation? Uh, own Nation. <laughs> it takes about uh, 15 minutes shorter than flying to Liechtenstein. Okay. There Direct flight. Direct flight, yeah. There you go. Remember, because we, Ryanair, don't actually fly to Liechtenstein yeah, yeah. to drop you off in nine. I feel like 15 minutes is not bad. No, 15 minutes shorter than how long it takes to travel to Liechtenstein. Oh, you're closer. I yeah, can yeah, yeah. Or east. No, no, closer, actually. I know everyone makes that mistake, and then they end up in Gary Nation. Fuck that place. Really? Gary Nation? You couldn't <laughs> think of anything else? That was, like, I only thought I was going for that bit, like, 20 seconds. Gary into, Nation? Gary Nation. What do you, like, it was, like, blame them. They're okay. the ones who named it. I'm okay. just talking about it. Oh. Yeah. Well, better watch it because you know what's going to happen if you keep bad jokes like this that'll win the Gary Nation will attack <laughs> that's what they attack when they hear bad jokes yeah going we're going to say we're going to attack yeah that's right he's all been like hyping up your military for a while it's just yeah, one of the guys doing military. stand-up comedy <laughs> it's just a load of yes anding <laughs> wouldn't it be great and I, this is purely hypothetical and totally not a possibility yeah. if someone really wasn't on board with the Young Nation joke oh I really like honestly I think we started if, this podcast with it and if they weren't on board then, and that's what I mean oof. I feel like we've definitely alienated them yeah that's right um, I'm sorry guys like my humour is niche at the best of times <laughs> okay we should probably stop oh yeah. thank, for your 10th time on the podcast thank you so much for stop, time. thanks for stopping by which I mean I came here <laughs> clink clink uh, yeah, no, no problem. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I would like, I, I absolutely love that we watched this movie. Uh, because we were just like, let's watch like a Barbie Oppenheimer movie, and it was just like, pink is the color, and war, war is in this movie. Yeah, uh, what does it go for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, right, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, if thank you for listening. Yeah. to this episode and I all do. the others uh, yeah. if you'd like to keep up to date with the podcast you can follow at Reading in the Peers on Instagram we're also on the TikTok you can also listen to episodes on YouTube and you can be sure to follow myself and own on Letterboxd links are in the description if you want to contact the show you can email, email readingthepeers at gmail.com be sure to subscribe and follow for more episodes give us five stars please and thank you 
And if you are looking for discount codes to flights for Onation, you can use the promo code... Uh, John's Nation and GaryNationSuck.com. Yes, dot com, dot com is, is in the promo code. <laughs> yes, it is.